At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. Today, we're talking about connection. Title of my message is Connecting. We're stronger together. Stronger together. As we connect to God and His Word, then we're stronger together. I've got a statement that I wrote out here that I believe is vital and true, that we have to fight to stay united, not be separated. It's vitally important that 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 happens in our life. And the level, your level of, of success in your worldly connections will be determined, or the effectiveness of those, will be determined by your spiritual connections. And the spiritual connection that I'm talking about is the church and everything that is part of the church, everything that is connected to the church of Jesus Christ. And and that's why locally, personally, you need connection. As my wife said earlier, more than just, you know, coming and hearing the word preached, that's vital. That's number one. But you need connection with people. And that's why we do connect groups, and, and again, just giving a plug on, for those, I encourage you to, to come and sign up and be a part of those. And you can, the way we have them, you know, our connect socials are just once a month, so you can be a part of a couple of them if you wanted to. The connect equips are once a week for eight weeks, and sometimes they're six weeks, this time they'll be eight weeks. But, um, you know, getting involved and and coming to something like that, you don't realize what you have to offer to that until you get connected. Well, you know, I just don't believe in those. Well, you need to get rid of some old beliefs and begin to connect because what I'm going to share with you today in the next couple of Sundays are have to do with the, the, the importance of connection, but how vital it is to your spiritual growth. You need other people. God you individually are not the church yourself. I'm the church. I'm the church. You're the church, but it's because we're the church. And Ephesians talks about the different parts of the body and how they supply each part. You know, the fingers connected to the top part of the hand, that's connected to the wrist, that's connected to the lower part, the forearm, and to the elbow, and the bicep, and on up, and and all parts of the body you can't do without. Just think about what you would do with your forearm and your hand, and your bicep and your shoulder without your elbow. Ah, that elbow's not that important. Mm -hmm. Take a sledgehammer to that thing, and we'll, we'll get a different opinion. Huh? It's vitally important. And when people don't realize the importance of connection in that way, then what they're, re- what, what they're not realizing is, is that they are, they are trying to accomplish something that God made it for you to accomplish connected to other people. So your worldly connections, the things out in the world, and I mean like 
jobs, businesses, things that, that, you're, that you're doing out there. You may be a part of social groups in, in your community. Man, you, you want to be a part of those kind of things. But that doesn't need, you don't want that to be first and foremost, and you don't want to invest all your time out there and not investing it here. Because if you'll invest it here, out there will be so much more effective. I've seen people through the years, you know, that uh, invested so much of their time in, with their children in sports, and that's great. I did too. When my children were little, they were involved in all kinds of sports and dances and did all kinds of things, and that, those were great. But we didn't, we didn't forsake the church because the church had the information to empower you to be a mighty force out there in where you're connected. God wants you connected with other people that are not Christians. I've got a list. I keep a top ten list of people that I make sure that I connect with that, that don't know God. They need me. But if I'm not connected to this, I'm not effective in what I'm giving them. And you know what will happen? Their beliefs will suck you in and get you to change the way you think. I promise you. The thing about Jesus is, man, they criticized him all over the place for the people that he hung out with. But you know why he was so effective with those people and why he never compromised? Well, because he was the son of God. No? No. Because first and foremost, he was connected with Father. How do you connect with Father? The Bible says, first and foremost, preached word, connection with other people, your prayer time, your study time, your development time, things that you get from the word, the, the, the word you'll hear today, and we'll use all the scripture. You can walk out of here today making this confession. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who increase in strength, who declare the word, heeding to the voice of the word of God. They heed to the voice of the word of God. So the word that's gone forth today, angels of God are making sure it's working in your life. They're working and helping you if you'll put out the effort to develop it. The, the angels aren't going to do it for you. Holy Spirit's not going to do it for you, but he'll sure help you. And man, when you're empowered that way, then your connections and everything else you do be supernatural. That's what God wants. Matthew 18 and verse 18. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done of them of my Father in heaven. Can you say amen to that? I'm going to read, I, I, I'm, I'm going to come back to that in a moment, but I'm going to read this next verse in two different translations and read you a definition, and then I'm coming back to that. Proverbs 29, 18 in the New King James. Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. In the Amplified Classic, it says it this way. Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people perish. But he who keeps the law of God, which includes that of man, blessed, happy, fortunate, and enviable is that man. Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people perish. 
The people cast off restraint when there's not revelation, right? When there's not revelation and understanding of true redemption in God. True revelation produces authority that influences the world. I'll say it again. True revelation produces authority in your life that influences the whole world. I'll say it again. True revelation produces authority that influences the whole world. I want, I am, I am, I'm not, I don't want to be, I am an influencer in my world. You, you, you know, you, some of us cross over into each other's worlds and those kind of things, but everybody lives in a different world, right? Where you go to work, where you hear, where your family is, where your house is, whatever. Everybody has a different framed world, right? And in my world, I'm an influencer. I'm not talking about social media. I mean, yeah, social media, but I mean, they picked up on something that the Bible talks about. And it's true. But to influence people effectively in the earth, you must have revelation. And what revelation produces, I mean, a lot of things, but you boil it all down in a nutshell, it produces redemption. Say this after me, I am redeemed. We're liberated and free. Revelation in God in its totality reveals to you redemption from God that influences your life and then influences the rest of the world. That's what we have to have. I'm just saying to you today, when we go back to Matthew 18, it is vital that we are people that live our lives in agreement and knowing how to. One of the benefits of connect groups where you are connecting, even if you think you don't need it, even if you think you don't like that, and even if you think, well, you know, I don't know who's going to be in there, that's what's really important. I mean, you know, you might sign up for one on the first Wednesday night that we have it or the first Sunday, I don't know whatever the dates are, and, and then and you're looking at, well, you know, I, I, don't, I, I, you know, I don't know them and I don't, I'm not sure if I want to be in that group. I'll just scratch my name out. No, God wants you to connect with people that don't, don't like everything you like and do everything you do. And, and why is that? Because you've got something to bring to the table. And God's going to show you that and reveal that to you. How important that that is. How what you have can affect the people in your connect group and they're part of the world that you're created to be an influencer of. You don't know what you have till you get in a position where you've got to bring something out or offer something or talk about something or be a part of something or give a testimony about something. You don't know how vital it is what you have to influence the world. And no better place to learn how to develop that than a safe place like the church. Can you say amen? Verse 19 of Matthew 18 that we read already. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done of them by my Father in heaven. 
If two of you agree on earth, what is that? That's true authority. And that authority comes from revelation. And that revelation produces redemption that causes you and I to know who we are and how to help other people be who they were. That's what you're put on the earth for. That's why connect groups are such a good place to connect and practice who you are and and understand how to become greater in your life and in the lives of other people. How God wants you to be there. This is a familiar verse that we read a lot, found in 1 Timothy 3 and verse 15. He said, but if I'm delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of truth. How should we conduct ourselves in the house of God? How, what, what is God looking for? Well, When I look at different passages of Scripture that talk about the church, what I see that God is looking for is that we get linked together. You know, I'm not talking about that you have to become best friends with someone. You might even have friendships outside a church that you value and that you enjoy, you know, and those kind of things. And that's not necessarily that you're supposed to get rid of those. I've had to get rid of a number of different friendships through the years because of what I was working on. The friendships were ruining what I was working on in the things of God. But then once I got to the bottom of something, I was able to rekindle friendships or connections with other people. I just don't want to spend more time with wrong thinking than I do with people of right thinking. And that's why you don't have to be best friends with people in the church necessarily. You don't have to be best buds, but you have to learn how to connect. Without it, I promise you, I promise you right now, I promise you without it, there's not an effective witness and connection with the, with the relationships outside of the church. And I'm telling you, That's what God wants. How do you conduct yourself in the house of God? In such a way that you are learning to receive, you're learning to give, you're learning to serve, you're learning to get everything that God wants you to have. Why? How? Or or what's the purpose? Is so you can connect. When you read Ephesians 5, uh, in Ephesians 4 about the church and what the church is called to do, every part was created to come together and connect and feed each other. Connect to each other, you know, kind of oil each other and, and, and make sure all the joints are moving and everything working the way that they're supposed to work and operate. When you're that way, then we become the body of Jesus Christ, and that's where the miracles and the manifestations of God happen. It's not just because one person does it, because one person is not the body of Christ. It takes us all. That's why there's been such delay in the earth, because God wants everybody involved. I've got this picture and this vision of everybody coming together. You know, you, you know uh, one of the things that you have to learn to do along the way, and, and I've had to learn this over the last 44 years of my born-again life, you have to learn how to rejoice with other people. 
I mean, really, truly, in your gut, be glad for the advancement of other people, where there's manifestations that happen with other people. When people learn how to be more about themselves than they are, the, are uh, 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 learn to be more about other people than they are themselves. Because so much of the time, we don't want to connect because of attitude that we have with other people. Sometimes, you know, you won't even listen to a message by somebody else because you don't like the way they comb their hair. Huh? You don't like the way that they say this or that or the other. You won't even listen to a message. I'm not saying listen to everything that's out there. But there are things out there in the body of Christ that you need to add to what you already have to make you even that much better. And we can't be afraid of that. I mean, you come to me and you bring me something. I've had people come to me and say, hey, you know, I read this book. And I saw the book. And I've read the book. And I know what's in the book. And, and I've, I've made statements like this. As a pastor, I'm, I'm here. I'm a spiritual covering for anybody that chooses to be a part of this body. And you bring me something that I know is going to be a waste of time in your life. And I'm not being judgmental about it. But I'm saying that they don't have the revelation of faith in God and how to advance in the kingdom. And they want to talk about a bunch of things that are just going to waste your time. I, I'll tell somebody, look, I've read that book. I know what's in it. You really don't need to spend time in it. You say, man, can you say something like that? Absolutely. But man, you bring me something and I know it's going to advance. It doesn't have to be mine or have to be something that I said or did or whatever. And, and I know because I've got, I've got a whole library full of books and things that I've read through the years that have enhanced my life and built me and strengthened me. I'm going to encourage you not only read that, listen to some of their teaching because it'll make you a better person. The conference that we just came from, the Southwest Believers Convention, all the teachers there, you know, I, I, would all, I always encourage people to hear their stuff and listen to their stuff, read their books, get that, because it, it builds you and it strengthens you. You know, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of somebody else like that, but you have to develop that in life so that you're not, you're not afraid for somebody else to grow apart from you. Did you hear what I said? And everybody's got to take what I'm saying right there and apply it to your own life where you're at. we got to get over those things. Everybody has to deal with jealousy. Everybody has to deal with bitterness or unforgiveness. Everybody has to deal with self-pity. And, you know, woe is me and, you know, I'm not getting enough or this. Everybody's got to deal with that stuff, but you got to deal with it. Because it hangs around and it will be a killer to your life, to the advancement of your life. And you will not want to connect with other people. Well, she's over here or he's over here and I'm not going to be in that connect group. I'm going to mark my name out of that. You know, I, I, couldn't, I wouldn't dare spend any time listening to anything that person had to say. You need to get over that. I mean, you need to deal with your heart so that you're not allowing the enemy to keep you from receiving things that you really need to give. I'll just tell you this. If you're, if you're intimidated by somebody, okay, because I've been intimidated at times in, in my walk with God. I was, I've been intimidated at different times. And every time that I've been intimidated by something, God's put a challenge, given me a challenge. What he's asked me is, 
this, this is a question God asked me. Are you intimidated by me? Him, God? Are you intimidated by me? No, God, I'm not intimidated by you. I, 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 I love you. I, can, I feel like I can come into your presence. Then why would you be intimidated by another human being? Anything that they have, I've given them. And over year, over time and through the years, as God has told me those kind of things, then what, what's happened is I don't have to walk in the presence of someone else in pride, like, you know, I'm better than you. I don't have to do that. But I can walk in the presence of anybody and know that I belong. Did you hear me? I can walk in the presence of any human being and know that I belong. Why? Because of Him. Not because I'm so special. It's because of Him. Then you don't have to be something. You can get in a group of people, and, and I'm this way when I'm, you know, I mean, I, 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 the Bible says show honor to whom honor is due. If I'm in the presence of somebody that has a title and a position in the world, you know, and I've been around a very many, many, very, 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 very wealthy people, you know, in the world, a lot wealthier than I am in the world. And, and, and coming into their presence, you don't have to act like, well, I'm just not impressed by you. No, I, I can, you can show a little bit of that and, and honor to them and show them honor and, and keep your mouth shut around them. I mean, one of the wealthiest guys in the United States, I was in his home about nine years ago. Yeah, about nine years ago, I was in his home. And, uh, and it, I would, it didn't matter what it was we were there for, but I was there with a number of people, friends of mine, that I was in family that I was with. And the, the person walked in to the room, and, you know, people were a little uncomfortable and kind of a little edgy, and, you know, how do you act around somebody like that and all that? And, and I, you know... I made a comment to the guy that later I thought, I, should, I probably shouldn't have made that comment. You know, it sounded kind of stupid, you know, in the back of my mind. I was thinking that. But I didn't, I didn't back away from it, you know, and I didn't make the comment up front. I, I stood in that man's presence, and I listened to the things that he had to say. He didn't say much, but whatever he said. And then I made a comment, and then I thought, well, you know, I started second-guessing the comment I made. But the Lord said to me, that's the way I want you to to be, not making wrong comments, but I'm, I want you to be where you're not intimidated. You belong here. He puts his pants on every day just like you do, right? He breathes the air that you breathe. He's no more special just because of the, the amount of possessions that he's had and he's been successful, and that's great. And, and, and you can honor people like that. You don't have to be intimidated by that, but you don't take a back seat to it either, you know? And there's a way to do that. You have to learn how to do that. And, and when you're intimidated at lower levels with people, here, in what I'm talking about with connect groups, is a great place to practice that. How to get over fears and intimidations of people. So, everybody in here, make sure you sign up for at least one connect group. <clears throat> Matthew 16 and verse 17. I just said, and I, I just read to you that 
the vision, the redemptive revelation that you get from the church creates an authority that influences the world. And what that revelation produces is a mindset and an understanding of redemption. Amen? That we are redeemed. I'm liberated. I'm free. And in Matthew 16 and verse 17, it says, Jesus answered and he said to them, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven has revealed this to you. And I also say to you that you're Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, Hades, shall not prevail against it. I'll build my church on what? On revelation, on vision, on understanding. I'll build my church on the revelation, knowledge of who God is. And in that revelation, he said, nothing can prevail against the church. So today, I'm saying to you that it is vitally important that you understand that connection to God's people with His Word and revelation and understanding will produce the ability to be an influencer in the world that the devil can't stop. He said, I will build my church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. Remember, he's not talking about revelation just being revealed to you and it's stopping there. Yes, first and foremost, you've got to receive it for yourself. But then it's you being connected. You know what? You have to receive revelation. You have to begin to practice that. And then you've got to practice it on connections with other people by faith. So you have to have the redemptive revelation. You have to have the revelation alive, that, that the redemption manifestation alive on the inside of you to, by faith, develop connections with other people. Because I tell you what, one of the things that the COVID era did was separate people. I mean, one of the good things that it did is it brought some families back together. It did. It was a good thing. But what it did is it separated people. Many, many, many thousands and thousands of people have never come back to church. I'll just watch it. I'll just watch it online. Well, I'll just, I, I can listen to teaching anywhere. Yeah, but there's no connection. The teaching's great. Receive it and take it and apply it to your life, but there's no connection. So you have to have connection. And, and when, you, when you separate like that, and, and you spend all your time in things that are comfortable and easy to your flesh, all the natural connections that you have in the world, nothing wrong with those, but you're not an influencer with those people because you're not connected and developing an understanding and revelation of God's Word that's going to make a difference in their life. You were created first and foremost above everything else in your life to be a minister of reconciliation. You and I have a responsibility with God once we get born again and we start walking in the truth to be an ambassador for God, to lead people to Him. You know, every human being on the planet was created in God's image. Every human being on the planet that has ever lived or ever will live was created in the image of God. And God wants them in His kingdom. And He can't save them he did all the work for them to be saved, but they have to make a confession and believe it in their heart. 
how are they going to do that without a true influencer? Ain't going to happen. I'm not saying, you know, anything can happen. I mean, you know, uh, God used a dumb donkey, you know, and he'll use the donkeys and let the donkeys cry out, the rocks cry out, and he'll use other things to cry out and, and, and get people saved. And he'll, he'll do whatever to get people born again. But his number one plan is that you and I be the ministers of reconciliation he created us to be and be the influencers in the world to influence the lives of other people. Can you say amen to that? So true vision, true redemptive revelation causes you to have great influence in the earth and make a difference. John chapter 8 and verse 31. And this, these two verses of Scripture are revelation knowledge. This is, the, this is probably one of the greatest passages of Scripture that defines revelation knowledge. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed Him, If you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed, you'll know the truth. And the truth that you know, in essence, will make you free. That's revelation knowledge. You'll know the truth. And one translation says, and the truth you know will make you free. You'll know the truth. If you continue in my word, then you'll know the truth. And the truth that you really know that's been revealed to you will make you free. The truth will set you free and make you free. That's revelation knowledge. We have to have that. And that comes through supernatural connections that we have with people that have been created in the image of God. You have something for others. Others have something for you. I'll say it again. You have something for others. Others have something for you. Amen? <clears throat> James 4, 6. And I want you to, I'm reading this because I want you to think about the authority that you have because of the revelation you have. And the increase of your revelation is coming. Listen, anytime you hear a message like this, and I'm, I'm focusing on connection to other people, it's not the only way it happens, but why would you want to leave something like this out? I mean, I, I can quote you three passages of Scripture that in so many words say things like Hebrews says, forsake not the fellowshipping of yourselves of those of the same precious faith. Why would you, why would you want to leave that out? This isn't the only thing, but it's a key part that has to be added to what you're doing. And so if you've got some other parts right and you've, you've kind of been lax in this area right here, let, just step it up a little. Watch God do some things in your life. You don't know what God will do if you're, if you're not willing to take steps of faith to do things you've never done before. You don't know what He'll do. Well, I've never seen God do that. Yeah, because you won't do this. <laughs> Oof. This year, God's told me to do two new things in my life, two additional things to add to my life that, as I've, as I've started doing it, <clears throat> I thought, you know, <clears throat> I, I should have had the, I should already had this developed, you know, to, to another level in my life. And, and, and I feel like God said to me, you know, well, you were working on other things. I mean, there's something to always to be working on in this life. As long as you're here, you can be working on something all the time. I mean, so I, I, 
as that revelation came to me that I needed to work on this, I could have focused on the fact, well, I've not worked on this, so, you know, I guess I'm a loser. Why would I look at it like that? No, time to work on it. Let's get into it. Let's find out what's on the other side of this. Amen? So I'm encouraging you in this area of connection, what's on the other side of that? So I'm reading this in light of the the, the authority that you and I have. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Why why, why would I read that? Because when you hear truth, like I'm giving you today, and just ask yourself this question. Is pastor trying to force his point more than he's speaking truth? If you feel like that, don't do it. But if I'm just giving you the truth about one area that's important, and you choose to reject it, that's pride. You're sitting here today. I'm a pastor in the five-fold ministry. You're in this church sitting here today under this covering, and I'm giving you some instructions that I believe are from God. So I'm just saying, he resists the proud but gives grace, and the Bible says, in one translation says, he gives great grace to those who humble themselves under his plan, and then they carry that out. I'm just saying, one of his plans is to connect with people. And we're giving you an opportunity here to do it in a supernatural way. Amen, Josh. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. What I found out is, when God's telling me to do something, when he's telling me to do something, okay, you have to take what I'm telling you today and know that God is saying that this is truth for you that you, not only, many of you are part of these connect groups anyway, but, but not necessarily back away from them. We've got some new ones this year, but not back away from them, but step up and, and continue to be a part of that. And he said, when you submit to what God's telling you to do, then when you resist the devil, he flees. See, the devil doesn't flee from people that are operating in pride. Been there, done it. God told me to do something, I didn't do it. Not a whole lot of authority and power that's flowing when you're not doing what God told you to do. And we have to learn to become doers of the word. When we know God's saying to do something and we do it, man, I mean, empowerment comes into your life and you begin to see things happen that you would have never seen had you not taken the step of obedience based on what he's telling you to do. You know, there's a fine line in there. Okay? Because you have to take, first and foremost, you have to take what pastor's saying. Then you have to make sure what pastor's saying is from God to you. And you have to do that work. I can't do it for you. I'm not, I'm not preaching to you anything that is not something that I don't do and that I'm not committed to and totally 100% believe in because it's in the Word. So... I just give it to you, and then you have to hear from God that that's right for you. If it's not right this semester to take a certain class that, you, you, that you're thinking about, it's not right for you, and you know that with God, okay, then 
you can't do that even if you think, well, pastor's going to be upset because I don't look at the list. I'm not, wherever you're going to go and whatever you're going to do, you do it. But you have to answer to God in those kind of things. And you might think, well, man, you're, you're making a real big deal out of this thing. No, not really. I'm sharing with you something that's vital to the success of your life. And there's sacrifice at times involved in it. But when you do what God says, and you have the, the authority to resist the devil and he flees, man, there's no greater place to live in your life than that. Can you say amen? You submit, and you do the resisting. <clears throat> when I give God His rightful place over me, then I can take my place over the devil. When you're yielding to the devil, you're giving him a place over you. The devil will run from you when you resist him as you're living your life, learning to do the things God's telling you to do. There's no greater place to live than that in the name of Jesus. I want to end with this. In Ephesians 1, we're talking about connection, about authority, about who we are in God and what we can do and accomplish. <clears throat> in Ephesians 1 and verse 19, it says, Paul says, And what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe according to the working of His mighty power? Verse 22 says, And He put... The Father put all things under His feet, Jesus, and gave Jesus to be head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him who fills all in, and, and, and in all. In verse 19, it's the end of the prayer in Ephesians 1 that we would have the exceeding greatness of His power toward us as we believe the word, as we believe the things that are being spoken and said. And here in verse 22, he says that God put everything under the feet of Jesus and Jesus gave everything to the church, which is his body in the earth. And everything that I've said today about being an influencer and about if you want to be an influencer with people outside the church, you have to be connected with people inside the church. That's the best way I can say. And to me, that's what verse 22 and 3 say. He put, Father, all things under the feet of Jesus, right? Jesus took that authority and gave it to the church. I'm the church but you're the church. And He gave it to us. So, the authority that He's given to us, we have to receive it together. Every person has to gain revelation and understanding that I'm talking about like this. That's why, that's why certain things like I'm sharing with you today, they have to be given directly. Can't just beat around the bush, and I think he was meaning that. No, 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 it can't be what you, I think you think I meant. I got to know you know exactly what I meant because of what he said. He's very concerned. I believe the Father is very concerned about the condition of planet Earth. But it's not the ground that he's concerned about, it's the people. 
He's very, very, very concerned about the people of this earth. And he needs you to be the church. He needs you to be your part in the church, and your part connects through revelation. I'm going to say it again. Your part connects through revelation. When the redemptive revelation, when you know the redemption that has been paid for for you, you know that, and you're walking that out, then your part connects to the rest of the body. Like I said, whether you're best friends with somebody and, you know, I, I, I've had 14 meals with them, and I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Whether you have a meal with somebody or you don't have a meal with somebody, whether it's standing out in the foyer talking to somebody, whether it's talking to somebody in a connect group, whether it's doing whatever, it, it's not about the flesh. It's about you having that revelation inside of you and you become a connection magnet. Oh, yeah. See, you, you just start walking around with that revelation, and people find you out. <laughs> I was in a bathroom yesterday in another town on my way home. <laughs> and this guy, or no, it was two days ago, I guess. No, we weren't on the way home yet. Yeah, two, if right. And, uh, and, I'm, and this guy starts asking me something, and then I start saying something to him, and so we start talking about hunting, <clears throat> and uh, walk out of the bathroom and into the restaurant we were in, and we're still talking, and, and he starts telling me stuff, starts showing me stuff on his phone and all this kind of stuff, you know, and, and you think, and, and there was no ministry to this guy, but he's in my prayer list now. Hmm? Jeremy. Got Jeremy's name. Lives in Fort Worth, Texas. I got his name. He loves to hunt, but I got his name. But why, 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 why did he feel comfortable with that? Because, huh? Because I'm a connection magnet. <laughs> right? You and I are created to be like that. We just people want to be around you because of this. So many things in the natural look like they're one thing when there's something else. Like what we're talking about today about connections. Man, I'm so excited. I love doing these. So to me, it's one of the best things we do in our body is our connections. Other people can say, man, yeah, I've been in one of those. It's horrible. It's because your attitude. You know, maybe everything wasn't perfect and the person that leading it didn't do the best of job or I don't know. But you can make a difference in there. There's not anything that I become a part of that's a flop because I'm there. And I'm not a flop. Huh? I mean, I can, I can make something really good out of something that looked like it's fallen flat. I mean, you can tell. I mean, I, you know, I can talk to anything. In a men's bathroom, I can talk to anybody because people don't feel intimidated because of the goodness of God that's in you and me, all of us, right? I mean, we don't have to, but you can have the goodness of God in there, but you're like this. 
And you got to practice how not to be like this because you'll push people away from that. You got to let it kind of down. You don't have to be exactly like me. I mean, our differences are what make us strong. But you can't, you have to be, first and foremost, you have to be a minister of reconciliation for the people of God. That's your calling in life. Your number one calling is that. Other things that you do in life will all come off of that. Because, you know, I don't care if it's your job to, you know, if it's your, your calling in life to, you know, be a, be a pilot for an airline or something. I'm just grabbing for something. And you're supposed to be a pilot. Think of all the people's lives that are on every plane you're on. If I was a pilot, man, I mean, I would, I would I, if you could do this, I don't know if you can do this as a pilot, but man, I'd get, I'd somehow get the names of everybody that's on the plane. Yeah, 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 I might, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't want that. <clears throat> but, but I'd, I'd get the names of the people. I mean, I'd do all kinds of uh, creative ideas would just begin to flow about how to be connected to those people. I mean, there, there's no end to it. I'll just say for myself, I'm an influencer. How about you? Amen? We're influencers in this earth. And what we're doing here at Gates in our connections are vital to see that developed in your life. And I'm believing you're going to take part in that. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.